Welcome back to the Local 636 Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Akers. I've gotten a great response from the first couple episodes, so I figured I'd keep this going another week or two. Join me today as I sit down with Dustin Hogue. Dustin wears a lot of hats professionally, but today we're talking about gloves. Earlier this year, Dustin tipped the scales at 317 pounds and decided it was time for a lifestyle change. He started on an incredible weight loss and health journey with the end goal being to compete in an amateur boxing match. We're only a couple weeks away from the big fight now as it's coming up on November 13th at Olympia Center in Frenchtown. You can get tickets at journeytothefight.com. Hope to see you guys there and enjoy my sit down with Dustin. So how much did you weigh before you started this? Uh, the largest I've weighed has been 317. When I probably started this, I was right at 300. Okay. And what do you weigh now? Uh, right now it's 268. 317 to 268. Yeah. Rough math on that says 30, 32, 49, 59. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are not good the, at math. The cool part is I have lost 49 pounds, um, almost 10% of body fat in the last year. Okay. Yeah. And that, that's like the scale doesn't move as much, but like the, I'm losing body fat where I'm almost into the 20s to, of BMI. 20% body fat. Yeah. Well, 29. I'm at 32 right now. Yeah. And what was that before? Uh, 43. Ooh. Yeah. And that's just turning that fat into muscle. Yeah. So through all this, I've learned that most people, if they're trying to cut weight, they don't gain muscle. Most people are losing weight mm -hmm. and losing muscle at the same time. And yeah. they've been able to avoid that, mm -hmm. which is probably why the scale hasn't dropped significantly. Yeah. Yet the muscle has went up the, the frame, my health, all of that has done what it's supposed to. Yeah. It just doesn't show on a scale like you would expect it to. Yeah. What's the, is there a goal weight, a fight weight? You know, I've said, I don't know, 235 to 245 would be cool, yet I've never wanted to focus on the number. I've just wanted to focus on the health. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's why a lot of these like fad diets don't work Correct. is because people focus on a number. They don't get there. They're frustrated. Um, and also it's just those, those diets are just impossible to keep up. Yeah. What do you do when 75 hard is over? <clears throat> now you start phase one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, that was one of the questions I had for you is why has this worked for you? Uh, because there's a why behind it. Yeah. I mean, no matter what you want to do in life, nothing works unless there's a very strong enough why behind it and then anything will work. And what's the why? Uh, my family, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Just wife and kids being around. Yeah. Like literally being alive. Yeah. Like living life. Yeah. I think is the big thing. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm a firm believer that I'm going to die when it's my time to die. Yet why I'm living, I want to live. Yeah. Do you think your weight prohibited you from doing things before with your family or like you know, that's, that's been a question that a lot of people have asked me and I didn't think it did at the time. Yeah. Um, yet there was a lot of things that I wouldn't maybe enjoy that we were doing. So okay. that, that was a big part of it. Like, so if we were outside and it was hot and stuff like that, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, which made my mind, my mindset suck. My attitude suck. Mm -hmm. So since then that's kind of switched. And yeah, I was going to say that probably attitude as much as weight, mm -hmm. right? Like you just, I always tell my wife, like <laughs> the best days that I have 
are the days that I go to the gym in the morning. 100%. I mean, it just, it sets, it just sets my day on this, you know, I mean, I know there's like physical things that happen and there's science yeah, there's behind science it. science behind it, yeah. for sure. But I mean, it's just, you just feel better. Okay. I, For me, at least, I want to eat better. On a day that I work out in the morning, I want to eat better. Yeah, that makes sense. I want to make healthier choices because I've already kind of set this thing in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about something that you did that I thought was really cool. And that's that you took your shirt off on Facebook. Sure. Um, and I let me clarify. I think it's cool for maybe a different reason. But um, you were, what would you say, 317? Uh, yeah, probably more close to like 305 then. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. And talk about like the decision to do that. I'm sure there was some accountability there. And yeah, just, just talk about that. Were you nervous? Were you scared? Yeah. So that, you know, a lot of people have came up to me and be like, oh, I can't believe you did that. And that didn't seem like that was that big of a deal to me. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a shy guy. Yeah. Like having my shirt off in front of people didn't bother me at all. Sure. Um, so I, I guess it really didn't mean thing. Like that whole video was me committing, Hey, I'm going to have this fight that I'm doing. I'm, I'm taking this journey and this is the last time I'll look like that is mm-hmm. why I took the shirt off. Mm-hmm. But it was, I mean, it didn't really bother me at all. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, I remember texting you, I think I was in Florida. So then I texted you, I was like, whoa, dude. Like, I mean, that was, yeah, I just thought that was cool. I thought it was cool. And was there any accountability, accountability to yourself as well to be like, I'm doing this and. Well, I've I've definitely made the journey very public. um, Yeah. And I've put extreme uncomfortable accountability through this journey. Um, So I think the making the goal, making the journey public is where the accountability comes in at. Um, and then I have coaches and masterminds and things like that, that are definitely holding me accountable. Through yeah. This. I've been with you in social settings, even in our friends come up to us and they're like, wow, like everyone is so complimentary. And, um, I think it's cool because it's a, it's that thing. Weight is such a stigma, you know, and I think people make a lot of assumptions about people if they're overweight, 100%. um, completely false. Um, you know, that maybe that someone's lazy or has no self-control and, those are not you. Right. I mean, since I've known you, those are the opposite of you. But um, I think people, there's something that, there's something that people identify with, even if it's just the base level of like, I'm going to set this goal and then I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you're letting people in on that too, which yeah. I think is super cool. Yeah. And my thing is, I, I don't want to make it about the weight. I wanted to make it about health. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the thing is people look at and, the reality is, <clears throat> excuse me, people don't know how much somebody weighs by any means. Yeah. They can look at somebody and say, okay, that person's healthy and that person's not healthy. Um, yeah, we think it's because they're overweight and stuff like that. But I know people who look a lot bigger than me, if you will, yet that weigh a lot less. Yeah. So let's focus on the health. Let's focus on the actual body, the BMI percentage and how much fat you're carrying and things like that. Yeah. And But besides me doing this journey for my health, I believe God put me on this earth to inspire to inspire people to live a life that they want to live. And health is a huge, huge proponent of that. And the reality is, is our society doesn't teach us that. Yeah. You know, through this, I've learned how many. Well, and they make it easy to, to be the opposite of that. Absolutely. It's way easier to eat like crap. It's, <clears throat> it's less expensive. <laughs> it's quicker. I mean, there's, it's harder to do, <clears throat> to do the healthy thing. Yeah. It, it yeah, there's, there's, I, I'm going to say it's it's extremely simple. It's not easy to be healthy. Yeah. Um, because it's there. The challenge I see is 
people don't have the programming to become healthy or be healthy because society didn't teach us it. I mean, you can even look at the food pyramid that we had back in the 80s when we were in, mm. mm-hmm. right? Look how crazy mm. that is. So much bread. Yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> load everybody up on bread. Then right after that, we're loading them up on dairy. Uh-huh. Right. But the protein, just a little bit of that. A little bit of protein. Right. And, and let's even put candy and stuff in there. That was at the top. Yeah. Like it's like, come on, people. Yeah. That is funny. I know they've changed it since then, but um, does it look different now? I assume it does. I don't even think there is necessarily a food pyramid, Um, but it's – and I don't know. The conspiracy theorists in the world say that the food pyramid was actually supposed to be inverted where protein was supposed to be the biggest amount. Okay. And the grain farmers fought Congress. Wow. How true is that? I don't know yet. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. No. At all. I mean, money, money talks, right? Yeah. So Congress just flipped it and we went on with that. Well, and you can spend anything any way you want if you think about that. Oh, yeah, like grains. Right. You need some carbs for energy. That should be the base of your diet. Right. And um, yeah, it's just not true. No, no not at all. <laughs> all right. So you've done 75 hard, which for those that aren't familiar, that's 75 days of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, no alcohol. Mm-hmm. Stick to a diet, basically any diet. Mm-hmm. Stick to a diet. Two workouts a day. One has to be outside. Correct. Uh, 45 minutes 45 each. 45 minutes each. Yep. And then 10 pages of a book. Yeah. Personal development book. Okay. Yeah, right. You can't read Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Uh, am I missing anything? No cheat meals. No cheat meals. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. I don't know many diets that say have a cheat meal, right? So it's... Yeah, but a lot of... I mean, even a lot of workout plans like have your rest day and, sure. and stuff like that. And there's none of that. No. It's 75 days straight. And it's a very intense 75 days. What did you, I know, um, you, it's not about the number, but I mean, I think that's the easiest thing for people to quantify, but I guess we don't have to talk about the number, but what changed during that 75 days? I mean, more than anything, your mindset changes, right? Hmm. I mean, so yeah, I read several books, which was awesome yet. It's, I'll never forget. It was, it was my second workout of the day. So it was actually in the afternoon, but it was raining sideways how cold it was. Mm. It had to be the outside workout. Mm-hmm. And I am out there with this big ass smile on my face because mm. I'm putting in the work that no one else is. Yeah. And that might be an ego trip and it might not be an ego trip, yet I was doing it. Yeah. And that was a huge thing for me that I can do this. Yeah. Um, I, and also, if you mess up any of those five things, oh, and you have to take a picture every day. Okay. Progress pick. Yeah. If you miss any of those, you start back. Oh. Today one. How many people actually do that, you think? Uh, I see a lot of people. I mean, really? I'm part of a lot of, uh, you know, Facebook groups and things like that of 75 hard. Yeah. A lot of people restart. That's hardcore. I mean, I feel like it'd be easy just to be like, oh, yeah. Sure. I did this outside. Sure. And that was one of the cool things is, I mean, I could have, yet I would have cheated myself. Sure. But I did it. And I completed it the first time. Nice. Which that was huge. You got the hat. Yeah. I did. <laughs> um, I was just going to say there's. I, I go to the gym in the morning and there are, time, there are times when I've been at the gym at like five and no one else is there. And there's something about that that feels absolutely like I'm taking on the world. I'm out here by myself. Yeah. You know, I think I think you and I are similar in that way. It, like you kind of psych yourself up that way. Mm-hmm. A bit. When, if you feel that you're doing something that the other your competition, let's say, is not doing, yeah. that's going to that's going to build your confidence for sure. Yeah. Um, 
I, I do that thing too, where I like create the chip on my shoulder, mm-hmm. you know, and I think you do that too, because you just said your competition and there's, yeah, there's no competition, there's no competition, <laughs> <laughs> but you have to have that straw man to, you know, it, it motivates you. It pushes you. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the fight, man. Yeah. This is cool. <laughs> so November 13th. Yep. Olympia. Yep. Uh, which is in Frenchtown. Is it outside or inside? It's inside. It's inside. You are boxing Brandon. Brandon Martin. Yep. Brandon Martin DeBoss. Brandon DeBoss Martin. Brandon yes. DeBoss Martin. Yeah. Now, when you, um, well, let's go backwards. Why, why a boxing match? Why, like, I mean, because you could just work out and and sure and lose the weight and feel better and all those <laughs> things, but you decided to, and you've never boxed. No. So you set up this boxing match and you're, we'll talk about the guy in a minute, but yeah. So it all starts January 27th. I'm sitting in a hotel conference room with about 12 other people in a pretty elite mastermind group. Um, and you know, each person gets 45 minutes to go around the table to say, Hey, what's going on? It can be your business. It can be your personal life. What do you need help with? What are your struggles, et cetera, et cetera. So me being the cocky person I am, I'm like, I'll go first. I'm like, the reality of it is, is I'm not going to need 45 minutes because my life's pretty good and I'm extremely (laughs) blessed. That's literally how I started. Yeah. 90 minutes later. Oh, man. (laughs) um, I'm sitting there in tears um, and have committed to fighting a professional boxer. And that was just through them like digging and yeah <laughs> you yeah because you started out they're like oh wait a minute you think well it- you know they said what is the one thing and it was like my health's probably the biggest thing that i've not been able to conquer but then i mean it got into some deep deep shit hope i can cuss on this but deep sure. stuff right yeah and <clears throat> one of the coaches he's like you know what have you really really worked hard on what have you put your blood sweat and tears into and did it right yeah and nothing came to mind. Mm. I have a lot of success. Yeah, but that's hard as a man to hear yeah. that. You know, I've had a lot of success and I was like, but I, I mean, I had my name MBA and I remember sitting in the classroom and all these people are stressed and I just wasn't. Mm. I'm like, this is, you know, and so just yeah. kind of flying by and all the success I have. No, it's probably hard in the moment, but right now I never thought it was hard. Yeah, and you wouldn't if someone pressed you and said like blood, sweat, and tears. I don't know that I could come up with anything, you know. And I'm just thinking about that as you're talking. Like we're in this weird generation where we didn't really have a great war. Right. Uh, we didn't like build our own houses. Right. We didn't have a depression. We didn't have a lot of us don't work, and you know we don't. We can work outside of like a factory. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's. Uh, we're, we're pretty blessed. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, when I said there was nothing, the coach looked at me and he's like, so would you say it's been pretty mediocre then? Mm. And so I almost boxed him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it went in there. He's like, what, what, can, what are you going to do? That's irreimaginable, like unconquerable. What are you going to do? Yeah. And you know, we started talking about the health and it's like, all right, it's like, you want to do a, a run a marathon. I'm like, that sounds God awful. Yeah. Like no. that sounds horrible. No interest. Um, and then a lot of the other people in different masterminds that we're a part of, they're doing this physique contest, like a okay. bodybuilding contest okay. as amateurs. We're like, how cool would it be to do that? You know, walk on stage with your shirt off. I'm like, I would do that now. Yeah. <laughs> different <laughs> kind of contest, but, <laughs> um, so that, didn't, and then as cheesy and as stupid as this sounds, I was born in the eighties and I'm a kid of the eighties yeah. and Rockies. I could watch all the Rocky movies and just be yeah. energized all day long. Sure. Right. And, uh, I like combat sports. I'm not a team sport guy. I like combat sports. Okay. Um, so I picked boxing and then 
the cool part about this is, yeah, there's a fight in November, which is awesome. Yet in December, I'll be presenting to 200 pretty high elite people of the journey and how I did it. And the owner of this mastermind and this this coaching group. You'll be telling them about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he looked at me and he's like, I'll put you on the December schedule. And he's like, it's either going to inspire people or I'm going to make a fool of you because you didn't do it and you failed. Oh, so there's that accountability. Yeah. Um, I was like, let's do it. Did you pick or so you're in that conversation and 90 minutes later, did you pick boxing right then and there? Okay. Did you set a date right then and there? Uh, We said November. Okay. Yeah. So after that, I, uh, I made a lot of phone calls. Yeah. No, but uh, I had a, you know, I'm in real estate and I sold a a friend of mine, a house seven years ago and he was a pro boxer and actually runs a, a gym in Frenchtown here. Shout out, Jose. That's right. Jose Jones and the Boxing Therapy. So I call him. I'm like, yo, I need help. Yeah. So we met him and he's like, let's do You got do some it. work to do. Yeah. So <laughs> since then, I've hired him as a trainer and a coach. I've hired another boxing guy for more skills. I have a strength coach and kind of a personal trainer at this other gym too. So I mean, I've went all in. I believe success happens from coaches because mm-hmm. you can – you don't waste as much time when you have a coach getting you through. Yeah. You kind of cut off that learning curve. Yeah. So you're, you're sparring and working out in the boxing gym how many days now? So I box three days, three to four days a week. Okay. And I strength train three to four days a week as well. Okay. Boxing. Easier, harder than you thought, different? Completely harder than I thought. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Like the... It's not just like, how hard can I punch this guy? Yeah. I mean, you your, your feet have to talk to your hands. You have to move your head. Not to get hit. You have to breathe. You have to... Hmm. All while somebody else is trying to rip your head off. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of stamina, of course. I mean, sure. you don't realize how long three minutes is until oh, somebody's yeah. hitting you for three minutes. Well, yeah. And then you're, and then you're going physically all out. All out. I mean, it's, uh, I've never boxed and I've never, well, I we mean, can set that up. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I just, I mean, I feel like it's a, a three minute round is almost three minutes of you sprinting. Yeah. Or like yeah. two and a half minutes, you know, because I know you're not always, but it's, it's intense. 100%. For sure. You're using your whole body. You're, like you said, you're moving around. Um, all right. So you have this goal to do this fight. You've got the accountability you're going to present in December to your peers. You don't want to look like an idiot. Right. Um, was that when you told Jose, hey, it's basically February. Mm-hmm. I want to do this in November. What did he say? Is like, is that enough time? Is that? Um, I mean, he said, you know, Jose's a phenomenal coach and, you know, we knew that I'm not trying to get a belt. Yeah. Really is just fight, Mm. you know? So, and that, that, that's the whole thing. So he never really talked about, oh, it's enough time or not enough time. Yeah. Um, it was just, Hey, we're going to do this. Okay. We're going to do this to the best of your ability. And then from then I knew this had to be bigger than me. Yeah. And I needed to have major, major accountability. So I actually hired someone to do a documentary on it. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, um, and then it's all for charity now. Yeah, and what charity is it benefiting? It's Greater Giving, which is a local non for profit that focuses on mental health awareness. In St. Okay. Charles. And how are you um, raising money for that? Just the ticket sales, the ticket sales, and sales sponsorships, and sponsorships, and uh, there'll be some gift baskets and stuff like that at the final. silent auction yep. type stuff. Yep. Um, let's talk about Brandon Martin. Yeah. Whenever it was weird timing because I don't watch the news. I think I saw something on Facebook where Frank Cusimano was 
interviewing someone mm-hmm. and it happened to be this Brandon to boss Martin. I watched the interview and he's this young up and coming boxer in St. Louis. And then like two days later you announce who you're fighting. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, do you know that that, <laughs> tell me about that. And how, how did that come about? How did you get him? Cause he's a name. Yeah. How'd you get him to agree to it? And what, what's he think? Well, funny story about that Frank Cusimano interview. Uh-huh. I'm behind the camera because it was at my oh, gym. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I walked in and I saw it going on and uh, Jose interviewed. The boxing community is pretty small, yeah. first of all. So Jose interviewed me and I saw Frank there and I uh, saw this gigantic man. <laughs> and I'm like, I bet he'd be good to fight. Um, That's how you picked him? Yeah. And I was like, hey, this is what we got going on. I'm looking to uh, want to fight you in November. Yeah. And he's like, all right. Really? Yeah. Just that, just like yeah. that quick. Yeah. I was There's, like, it's all for charity. And he, he liked the, the journey and you know, here we are. It'll be a good workout for him. Well, hopefully a good workout. It'll be a workout. <laughs> um, I didn't know if I wanted to bring that up, but I, I think the, the other part of that conversation I had with you was like, like, what are you <laughs> just kind of feeling you out? Like, what do you think your chances are? Yeah. And, and you have a good response, which is, yeah, you know, it's, I'm going to finish the fight. Yeah. That, that That's what it is. And this is an exhibition fight. And I think that's the thing that so many people, when they hear boxing and they're like, why would you try a pro? Why don't you just like try somebody like you? Yeah. I know if I hit Brandon or any other boxer in the face, what's going to happen? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen if I hit you in the face. <laughs> This is second nature for them to get hit. Right? Yeah. It's not second nature for a non-fighter to get hit. Yeah. And that's that I wanted to make sure that the person I'm fighting is in control because the last thing I want is some brawl and, yeah. you know, we're throwing chairs at each other kind of thing. Well, and it works out for the event too because now you've got a name attached to it. Not that I'm, you know, I'm sure the majority of people, the majority of the reason they're going is for you. Right. Uh, but you've got this name attached to it. And yeah, I don't think you versus another amateur or someone who's never boxed, uh, it just wouldn't be fun to watch. I, right. It sounds like it would be sloppy. And, um, I mean, this will at least have, uh, this will at least have the characteristics of a, of a fight. Right. Yeah. And we're going to have about five or six fights on the card too. Um, through this, I've met just amazing people boxing and kids and, I mean, it's saving kids lives and Jose. So he's a, Jose's a licensed therapist. Yeah. This is truly his therapy where, the state's calling him and saying, Hey, we need your help with this kid. Yeah. I need to get Jose on here for sure. Um, he probably laughed the whole time, which is good. I love that about Jose. Every time you see him, he's got this huge smile and he's a he's, happy man from Panama. He so. is. He's always laughing and, uh, it's great, man. Anyone of note on the undercard? Uh, so there's a, there's a few people, I mean, not of a big boxer name, but there's going to be one person who's never fought before who both of us know. Okay. Um, shout out Chris Yecki. Yep. Shout out to Chris Yecki. Uh, so he's been on his own journey getting healthy too, which is yeah. awesome to see. Um, there's going to be, uh, probably another pro fighter. His name's Charles who, uh, he's kind of one of my sparring partners. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be there. And then a couple other people from neighboring gyms and things like that. Yeah. Who's Chris going to fight? Uh, we don't know. We're going to look at that. I'm talking to that next Wednesday. Okay. Um, and we're going to put him together with somebody. He's another big guy, big guy. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't get in the ring with either one of you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's intimidating. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. Frenchtown, November 13th. Mm-hmm. How much are tickets? They're $50, which does include beer and water. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, you can buy that at journeytothefight.com. Okay. Which actually, you can see some kind of video clips from the documentary and things like that that's being prepared and kind of watch the story. And uh, yeah, you can sponsor. We have sponsorships available. You can donate. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun night. There's going to be some kind of entertainment, whether a band or a DJ there. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we're working through all that now. What about a live local 636 podcast? Maybe. I like it. Maybe we could do some interviews. Yeah. Post, post-fight interviews. I like it. That might be fun. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to talk about? You know, I think it's it's one of these things that what I've found through this journey is, A, everybody's on a journey. Yeah. Everybody's on a journey. Um, and a couple tips I would say on whatever journey you're on, hire a coach behind it. Hire a coach, hire a mentor, hire someone that's been there mm-hmm. um, and has done what you want to do because it's going to save you a lot of time. Uh, that'd be one, number one. Number two, I actually saw something today that Ed Milet said. Who is it? His name's Ed Milet. Okay. And he I've said heard that name. Yeah. Great guy, author, okay. motivational guy. But he said, when you're doing something or when you do something great or incredible, mm-hmm. most of the time while you're doing it, it doesn't feel like that. Mm. I was like, man, that's, that's pretty crazy because I got to tell you, a lot of days I don't feel great. I'm tired. Sure. I'm worn down and things like that. Yet I also get a ton of messages from people I know or people who don't know me that say they're inspired and they're changing their health yeah. and things like that. And that's... That's cool. So uh, whatever comes next out of this, the goal is to inspire and help coach people to get to what they want. Do you think that will be in uh, any kind of like athletic or weight loss realm or just personal development business stuff? You know, that that has definitely been something I'm interested in. Like, should I mm-hmm. become a personal trainer um, or should I buy a gym? I keep on telling Jose I want to buy his whole facility and yeah. really make it something. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of ideas that I'm not committed to any of them. So I'll put that. Yeah. That's cool. But it's, it sounds like it's given you, I mean, anytime you do something like this, you're, you're finding out about a whole new culture in boxing, right? I mean, that's in our normal and your normal day-to-day life. You're not encountering boxers or going to boxing gyms, but like you find this whole culture and like you mentioned St. Louis, the boxing community is small, but it's also, it's also very, um, there's a long line of like good boxers from St. Louis, right? St. Louis has a rich, rich boxing history. Yeah. So the Sphinx, I think, are from here and mm-hmm. things like that. One of the coolest part through this, um, me and Jose were at the gym by ourselves doing a private session. This gentleman walks in. I'm going to say he's 90 years old. Yeah. Um, but you could tell there was just an aura, a presence about this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jose was excited to see him and he was wearing like a boxing jacket, which I got to tell you, I've never seen a boxing jacket. I don't even know life. what that is. Um I want to say it's kind of like a bowling jacket, except with bowling or boxing gloves on the back of it. Okay. So like a shiny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Well, apparently this, this guy's name's Jimmy. He ran the St. Charles gym before Jose picked it up. He okay. ran the North County gym. He ran the Pine Lawn gym. He's trained over 2,500 boxers. In oh, wow. And his dad was a coach to many professionals we knew. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy can tell you what happened in the heavyweight championship in 1967 on the third round. Yeah. Like just boxing just lives it yeah and it was so cool to see that and just the respect of that yeah tell me your saint charles story i know you're not from here originally yeah no i uh i moved here i guess <clears throat> 10 or 11 years ago now okay. um i was working for vantage credit union in their mortgage division um and i was had to get out of where i was from i guess yeah um so moved over here i'm from a small town in illinois about an hour away 
And I just picked this side of the river. I had friends here. Oh, wow. Um, picked Sun Valley Lake Apartments, which is a huge shout out to them. Oh, yeah. Love Sun, love Valley, Lake. Sun Valley Lake. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I've, I I've honestly will never look back. I love St. Charles. I love St. Charles County. I bet uh, we could trace a lot of St. Charles origins to Sun Valley Lake. Like people that moved here. Like I know a ton of yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. So this is home for you. It is. This is it. Yep. What do you love about it? Um, There's so much, but... Uh, like what feels, makes it? It feels yeah. like a small big town for sure. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm from a small town, and sometimes I miss that. Mm-hmm. Um, that we still have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have different cultures coming here. We have different businesses coming here. So yeah. you know, there's always things to do. Um, the freedom of St. Charles and St. Charles County, I'm sure. a huge fan of. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What um, What does St. Charles need? What does St. Charles need? Yeah. So that could be like a specific business, like what we need. Uh, or St. Charles city or St. Charles County, St. Charles County. Okay. St. Charles County needs to bring some of the new stuff to the 70 side versus the 40 side. Okay. That's, I want more stuff on the North side of 70, probably because I live there. Yeah. But, um, this is a very selfish podcast. Yeah. yeah. We talk about St. Charles city a lot. So I, yeah. you know, that, that, that's what I would like to see. Um, you know, we, we drive out to Lake St. Louis for one of our kids activities. because mm. It's out there on the 40 side. Yeah. Like, why can't we have that here? Yeah, gotcha. And then it sounded like you were going to make a distinction. So is there something for St. Charles City? Well, no, not necessarily, because I'd be fine if that goes in St. Peter's too. Yeah. Um, but just on the north side. Yeah. Uh, St. Charles City is is really good. I mean, it's it has a very diverse old town versus new town versus mm-hmm. the regular subdivisions and things like mm-hmm. that. So St. Charles City is pretty good. Yeah. Um, let's hit some rapid fire. Okay. You haven't been prepped for this, so... Just first thing, I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to give you like best, like best, this, best, that. Just give me the first thing. We can talk about it if you want. Um, best, let's go best burger. Who has the best burger? Shirley's off 94. Shirley's on 94. Yeah. I've, I haven't heard that answer. That could also fit in with another question. Best dive bar. Shirley's off 94. Sure, yeah. <laughs> or Boschertown Bar and Grill or yeah. Charlie's. I don't know. There's a lot of good dive bars around here. You're good for this. I haven't, I've, I've asked the dive bar question a couple of times and I was going to go away from it because people didn't know, but th- that's what I want. Yeah. I want to talk like about some dive bars. Yeah. Now, if you ask for a f- nice bar, I'm not your guy. Yeah. Well, so that, then I was going to go best atmosphere, like date night, you and Jenna, you know, kids are, kids are with mom and dad. You got a night. That's interesting. We, we prefer the dive bars too. Yeah. Um, so we do shamrocks a lot, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, we definitely like. There's snibos by our new house. So yeah, we like that. That's yeah. cool. What's your favorite thing to do in St. Charles? The parks, the city and county parks are amazing. I have yeah. two young kids, and they're pretty amazing. That comes up a lot on here, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've never, I've never really lived anywhere else, but the parks here seem like they're second to none. Again, I don't have much to compare it to, but yeah, they really are. Um, who's got the best happy hour? Shirley's on 94. I actually don't drink there too much, honestly, because the smoke's bad. But, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know, man. If there used to be a place on Main Street called City Club. Oh, yeah. That was a good place. Yeah, that I was a good place. place. Yeah. That was good for happy hour. Yeah. Um, my f- but I really don't do happy hour anymore. Yeah. So Yeah, that is tough. I don't yeah. have a nine to five, so it doesn't start at five anymore. Yeah, right. Happy hour could be two o'clock. Or Noon, yeah. Or noon, yeah. yeah. Plug the fight one more time. Where can we get tickets? When is it? Yep. Give me so all the... It's going to be November 13th, St. Charles, uh, Frenchtown at Olympia, right off 2nd Street. You can buy the tickets at journeytothefight.com. 
I'll be there. Yes. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. And uh, let's get that post-game interview. That'll be fun. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. All right.